What is up, everybody? My name is Kendall, the Kendall Levin on social media, and uh, welcome to your new favorite podcast. This is next. Tell everyone you hate me, but you're giving me views. My name's all in the news, looks like I win and you lose. Every time I'm in the club, you know they bringing me the boots. Out of so many boys, I must shoot. Boys. Bye. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. I've been talking about doing a podcast for God knows how long. And finally, I decided, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. So here I am. This podcast is going to fill the gap that all the other podcasts are missing. We have podcasts to talk about sex. We have podcasts to talk about marriage and business and grown-up life. But what about the in-betweeners like myself? I'm young. I'm in the dating scene. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. That's what we're going to talk about. How am I going to listen to this girl talk for an hour every week? Okay, no. On the really real... We're going to keep this fun. We're going to change it up every week. I'm going to have different segments. I'm going to have different people writing in. I'm going to bring people on the show. Real people. My mom will be on the show. I have friends that will be on the show. I'll have random ass people that I have never talked to in my life on the show. This is going to be a fucking riot. Jump on board. Let's go. Bye. Bye. So I thought it'd be fun to kick off the show with some real deal reviews from my closest family and friends on my personal love life. That way y'all see where I'm coming from. Here we go. Fuck boys. Yes, she likes some tall. She likes the dark hair, light eyes, really good looking, but lacking in personality. Maybe a little overconfident or cocky or just dumb as a nail. When I think of Kindle's dating life, I think of guys in DMs influencers social media and apartment neighbors i would say kendall's dating life since i've known her has been something that's like very fun and not super serious like she goes on a lot of first dates but with her standards these guys just aren't cutting it like i think it'll take a special person to be exactly what kendall wants i'll describe kendall's dating life as random you never know what to expect with her when i think of kendall's dating life i think of Professional athletes like hockey players and baseball players. Don't understand what the fuck is my man? I've been looking for a type. Damn Daniel with the Vance. Damn. Damn Daniel with the Vance. Back at it again. Real tall with the tan. Real nice with his hands. Damn Daniel with the Vance. Bye. All right. <laughs> well, I hope that that helped you guys kind of put into perspective where I'm coming from on a lot of these opinions that we're about to start with. But yeah, my dating life is pretty fucked up. So, (laughs) might as well have fun with it. So, I've called our next segment Ham on the Gram. And for those of you watching, Grandma, that don't know what ham means, it means hard as a motherfucker. So, uh, let's get into it. I put out a survey on Instagram, and uh, I'm going to jump into the juicy questions. The first one was, when you're early dating, what are your biggest pet peeves? I got hundreds of responses on my Instagram, so I'm just going to go down the list, pick out the ones that pop out, and then uh, I'll elaborate a little bit on the ones that I feel like are most relatable. The top most repetitive responses are clinginess, lying, chewing your food too loud, and seeking attention. Okay, well, first and foremost, 
clinginess in the beginning of like early stages of dating are you kidding me ladies and gentlemen you should have higher standards for yourself um clinginess is not cute especially that early on i'm sorry but this person is nothing to you yet like you have got to build up that relationship and then like clinginess over time whatever as long as it's manageable but like up front like skirt skirt bye bye secondly lying if you're lying that early on you need to go to counseling or something like there is something wrong with you if you feel like you have to put on a front early stages of dating is when you should be most honest even though i know that's not usually the case i feel like if you're not completely yourself in the beginning crazy is gonna come out eventually my mom and i always say like crazy comes out at three months because that's like when you really start getting comfortable with someone but like why can't we just be straight up like i feel like that's half the reason why i'm still single is because i'm a lot like i'm a lot to handle but like you know that up front so at least you know what you're getting into okay and chewing too loudly like that's just gross learn some table manners i don't know you might have like sinus problems or something but pop his ear tech blow your nose call it a day and lastly i have heard this many times the attention seeker so here's the thing there's people who think that you're an attention seeker and then there are people who really genuinely are attention seekers and here's a little bit of how to tell the difference your type a vanilla attention seekers the ones that are always fishing for compliments like oh my makeup looks so bad tonight or oh my outfit just this is not what i wanted to wear and obviously they're waiting for the guy to be like oh no like you look great or like vice versa the guy's like yeah man like i got my hair cut and the barber totally fucked up and they're waiting for the girl to be like no it looks good like okay this works both ways okay that's your stereotypical black and white vanilla attention seeker then you have the people that maybe get attention not necessarily seeking it so maybe they're more attractive than everybody else or than the average person and maybe they draw attention to themselves and you know they don't mean to it just is there but you know i feel like this honestly comes down to the insecurities of the other person because a lot of the time they'll automatically label them like oh they're an attention seeker because they're getting the attention so i feel like in that case a lot of it is kind of self-reflection like okay are they you know bending over shaking their tits trying to get this attention or are they just being admired for maybe being attractive or you know having some sort of quality that is shiny and bright and attracts people's attention so there was this guy that i liked for a little while and literally in the very beginning he was like well maybe if you just weren't such an attention seeker like you would be girlfriend material and i said excuse me what do you mean and he was like well your instagram like you have a lot of followers and like i just feel like it's just you wanting attention i said excuse me but like i can't help that people want to follow my instagram like yeah i post pictures that i think are aesthetically pleasing like duh that's what instagram's for and i just you know people follow it and that's what instagram that is literally what instagram is for (laughs) and he's like well you get you know x amount of likes and i'm like okay does that bother you like honey self-reflection that screams insecurity don't be that person like you know what you're getting into if you you follow me on social media like clearly you know how i am i'm not going to sit there and change myself for you and like no one should change themselves for anybody they should literally if anything support you be like yeah look at my bad bitch like this is my girl 
So the next question I asked on my survey was, after the first date, assuming it went well, what do you expect to happen next? There's a reason why I asked this one, and I'll get into it in a little bit, but some of the answers were exactly what I expected them to be. The top answer for the men, by far, was something to do with ending the night with a kiss, either that we at least kiss or that we seal it with a kiss, something along those lines. And for the ladies, I had 10 out of my entire survey, 10 answers that said, all I want is a text when they get home. How sad does that sound? This one hits my heart in a special place. I TikToked about this. It got 4 million views. So I'm going to go a little bit more in depth for all of you listening that have asked for details. Here we go. I went on a date last week with a phenomenal guy. He was spectacular. He had a great job. He was handsome, literally just my type. He was super nice, planned the whole date, paid for everything. I was so excited when I got home. It was one of the best dates I had ever been on. And I didn't really like catch any like red flags while we were out there. But I mean, he did try to come home with me, but it was only because I I lived nearby and I was just like, no, no, sorry. Like, I don't do that on the first date, whatever. And he was like, oh, no, it's totally fine. I understand. And I was like, okay, I understand. Like, whatever. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. And he was like, text me when you get home, whatever. I was like, okay. So texted him when I got home. We planned a second date and everything. We were going to go somewhere, drink some beer, watch a baseball game. So the next day he rolls around and I'm like, hey, like, you know, where do you want to meet up to watch the game? He was like, oh, just come over. And I was like, um, I don't know. I'll let you know. So I call my mom and I call basically all of my friends and I'm like, okay, do I go over there? I've only hung out with him once. He's about 10 years older than me. So I'm like, eh, I don't know. Weird feeling. So followed my gut and was like, hey, man, I really just don't feel comfortable going over there after only meeting you once. How about we meet at a bar? I got ghosted. And I feel like this is kind of the stem of the problem is guys have started to expect a girl to go home with them like super early on. And there's a fine line for girls because I mean, A, you can either go home with them and, you know, worry about, oh, they just want to sleep with me and then they're going to ditch me or, oh, this is the only way that they're going to like me. Or B, you don't go home with them and then you're like, oh, they're going to get bored with me or, oh, they're going to think I'm prude and boring. Like those are the two options and we're kind of stuck in the middle, which sucks because, I mean, I don't want a guy to think I'm not interested, but at the same time, honey, you got to earn it. Bye. So I don't know if it's just me, but there's something that I've been noticing on Instagram that has been driving me actually insane and that is gram spammers. I cannot tell you how annoying it is. Like, don't sit there and spam my Instagram to get attention because all that's going to get you is blocked. I'm sorry. It's for girls. It's for guys. Spamming is not fucking cute. It literally just blows up my phone and it makes me despise your username. (laughs) I feel like being in a pandemic now, everyone's kind of sort of trying to get creative with how to get attention since they can't just drunkenly stumble over and be like, let me buy you a drink. So, I mean, I've seen it all. (laughs) I've seen the, the gram spammers. I've seen the DMs. I've seen reaching out to my mom. Yeah, that happened. 
Um, and so I feel like this is something that could benefit girls and guys because we're at a point in the world right now where we don't know what the fuck is going to happen tomorrow if the bars are ever going to open again. So we need to get creative. For the guys, let me help you out here. Okay? I'm sorry. But if you're going to sit there and DM me on Instagram some stupid ass bullshit like, hey, or you're pretty. Like, grow the fuck up, give me a solid-ass pickup line, and let's get moving. Tell me where you're going to take me out on a date. Be direct. Like, honestly, that's way better than sitting there and liking all my pictures and then being like, oh, is she going to message me? Like, no, probably not, because I'm a pussy, okay? I I never, (laughs) I can never message first. I don't know what it is. I need to get over myself. But at the same time, I like a guy that's assertive and is like, hey, here's my snapchat here's my number do something with it if you want okay like that is how to correctly approach a girl on instagram and ladies we are in a pandemic there is no better time to learn how to be a bold ass bitch and get what you want like i said earlier i was never the bitch to slide into a guy's dms i was too prideful i was like i don't want to look thirsty no guys like that okay guys like the assertiveness and I've been practicing it, okay? I'm not going to say I'm great at it yet, but I've been practicing. And the way I've been doing it is sliding into famous people's DMs. Because 9 out of 10 times, they're probably not going to see you. But the 1 out of 10 time that they do, it's probably because you said something that caught their eye. So, for instance, I tried it on a reality TV show star. And I was like, hey, add me on Snapchat. And literally, 10 minutes later, boom, so-and-so added you on Snapchat. I was like, no shit. But then the ones that are even, you know, less famous that I'm like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Like, they don't want to answer that. I'm sorry. That is the most basic DM to ever be seen. You got to get creative. You got to start with like the, you know, here's my phone number. Just, Just put your fucking number. They see numbers pop up and they're like, oh, bold bitch. Or else be like, snap and then like colon and then boom like you got to make it creative i saw that actually on a tiktok where this girl was like yeah i dm famous athletes and i dm famous people and just my phone number that's it and they say bold bitch i'm replying now don't take away that what i'm saying is to go dm every guy you've ever seen your phone number because there are creepy ass people in this world but get creative with it go slide in don't be like hey what is up just be like hey man i love you <laughs> no, please don't say that another really good way to practice this is go on like bumble or some other dating app because usually they don't let you just send hey it'll prompt you to be like hey more creative messages get better responses and so go practice just go be cheesy swipe right on everyone message people you really don't give a fuck about you never know what could come around from it Basically, all I'm saying is let's normalize girls sliding into guys' DMs because so many instances have come around where I'm like, oh, I wish he would DM me. And then I realize, oh, wait, (laughs) this works both ways. Fuck boys. Like, she goes on a lot of first dates. You never know what to expect with her. So I'm going to end the podcast with a segment I like to call Dear Kendall. I had a girl actually write me on TikTok after I... um, posted one of my videos and it started with dear kendall so it gave me the idea 
Um, so girl, here's to you. She said, Dear Kendall, I met this guy on Tinder. We texted and snapped for about a month and finally met out for dinner and drinks at a nice sports bar. The date was going really well. And then the bill came. He reached into his back pocket, looked up, and said, Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. I forgot my wallet. Do you mind getting it? I swear I owe you one. So I paid, and he gave me a kiss on the cheek and said he was looking forward to going out again. He literally texted me tonight, a week later, and asked me to go out again. What should I do? Okay, so this is complicated because I looked at her picture and I could tell she was young. But I feel like this could also apply to older people. So, like, okay, let's put it this way. If you're in college and a guy forgets his wallet or, like, makes you pay for your meal, God forbid, or something like that, and you have to pay, that's fine. He's in college. He probably is still getting an allowance from mommy and daddy. Or he probably has a minimum wage-paying job. Okay, so in that case, not a big deal. Go out with him again. Like, give him a chance. Whatever. It's not about the money. Now comes the fun answer. If you're anything like me, you're adulting, you're out of college, you have a big people job, and you're probably dating people either in the same boat or better off than you are. This is where the vibe check comes in. Obviously, if a guy like really does forget his wallet and is like, oh my god, like I don't know what to do, whatever, like pick it up, whatever. Go out again, give him a second chance. That's fine. But you can't let him off the hook that easily. You forget your wallet? You can't even pay for yourself? <laughs> I've suddenly forgot how to unzip my pants. I suddenly forgot where you lived. Ladies, this is a perfect time to pull the, looks like you'll have to take me out again sometime and make it up to me. <laughs> and for the boys, if you are just really not feeling this girl, there is nothing that screams I'm not interested as asking for a split bill. So... Keep that in mind that if you're ever out on a date slash you want to get the fuck off the date, you say, okay, can we get the checks? We're separate. And I guarantee you nine out of ten times, unless that hoe's thirsty as fuck, you're not going to get a text the next day. So it's a win-win situation for you, buddy. All right, y'all, as much as I could keep drinking these white claws and talking to myself practically in my apartment in this baby microphone, I'm going to have to call it a night. I had so much fun recording this. I will definitely be keeping this up every week. Um, I want to get more in depth. I want to touch topics y'all want to hear about. So follow me on Instagram at thekendallevin. Reply to my story prompts. DM me. Email me. Do whatever you need to do. I want to make this about y'all. So let me know what you want to hear. And uh, I'll see you next Tuesday. Tell everyone you hate me. Every time I'm in the club, you know they bringing me the boots. So many boys, I must shoot. Boy.